Sorry I'm late. Work was murder. Central Space oh. Spider-Man. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Hey everybody, okay, cool. this is the Inciting Moment Podcast. Uh, here we are. Uh, my name's Ian. My name's Sam, and you couldn't ask for a more awkward start. Yeah, I'm Scott. You told no. us before this podcast that that was a reference to Spider-Man. Um, yes. But I, it's been so long, I don't remember what part that was. Was Would that you... when he was showing up for Thanksgiving? Was that what it was? Yeah. I need to rewatch the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Frankly, uh, really, that's, that's, that's kind of the same thought process I had when I saw the uh, No Way Home trailer. Which, granted, a little bit late on the coverage on that, but um, we got some words about that. I liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. I think it was, it was good setup without giving too much away. And, yeah, I mean, I've always been a Spider-Man fan, so I'm, I'm very excited to see it. And the fact, it's just the general idea they're doing with mixing the um, Sam Raimi Spider-Mans and the okay Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans <laughs> with uh, everything else, it's... Kind of cool. It's it's a very cool idea. It's live action Spider Verse baby, and Spider Verse the non live action one was pretty good. So I hope to do. I hope they do this one well. I am in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. I hope this one is the one that people can say, yeah. This is more in line for Spider Man because if I can give my brief and general thoughts on the previous two Spider Man offerings, I liked both of them a lot more after first seeing them compared to now because now when i've seen not only um those films in comparison to the other mcu films but also just really thinking a lot more about what a spider-man movie can do uh story-wise i think it's a little lacking they only really play into one half of who Spider-Man is, and that's Peter Parker. Which, it can, of course, always be argued that Spider-Man is an extension of Peter Parker, as existential as that might sound. Um, but the thing that I've kind of picked up on in both films is that they, they almost are written in a similar style to those old uh, 80s teenage dramas. Which, theoretically speaking, that that works, you know, for Peter Parker. And I say for Peter Parker because I think in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to covering everything about Spider-Man, I think the actual Spider-Man portion of things uh, leaves a lot to be desired. Um, I think those elements... They need to try a little harder, and if I'm going to be honest, I, I'm just not a fan of how John Watts uh, brings whatever vision he has for the films to fruition. Because I'm not going to lie, they're, they're, they're kind of bland a little mm. bit, especially with the action. I think Spidey has only thrown three, four punches, and that's weird mm -hmm. to think about. And I'm not saying that, you know, it needs to be more violent, but I don't know, when it comes to the Spidey-Man stuff in the Spider-Man movies, Spider-Man stuff is kind of lackluster. Yeah, we want to see Spider-Man do Spider-Man fighting. Right, which I hope, I hope, No Way Home brings back some of that um, energy that uh, a lot of people loved about the Sam Raimi stuff, especially because it seems like we're going to be getting some Sam Raimi content 
in this film, quite literally because we are getting Sam Raimi characters uh, all crossing over. Apparently with some characters from... I don't believe I'm mentioning this, but the amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scott, uh, I, I have to ask, uh, what are your overall thoughts about the whole amalgamation of essentially three different interpretations of Spider-Man? Well, this brings us ever so closer to a Sinister Six movie. Um... <laughs> Honestly, I think this probably is going to be that. I like it a lot. As I'm doing my Marvel Marathon, <laughs> I haven't right, seen right. Uh, uh, Far From Home. I've only seen Homecoming, and the only character I remember is Vulture, and I hope he comes back. Can we get Scorpion, please? That's all please. I want. Please. I mean, he was, he was teased at. He was definitely teased at in uh, Homecoming. Give me more Shocker. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> okay, a little bit of context. Scott, for whatever reason, on multiple occasions has, like, gushed about the character I Shocker. love him. And each time, I have to ask Scott, why? I love him. Is Leave me alone. Thing or actual character Leave thing? my boy alone. He does no wrong. <laughs> why? He does he's no a, wrong. I love a, him. He's a third-rate villain with a fourth-rate power. Third-rate villain with a first-rate <laughs> power? power. That's the thing. He doesn't even have powers. He has a suit that, like, fucking shoots concussive blasts or third, shocks people. Or... Third-rate villain with a fourth-rate power who's doing his best. <laughs> uh, he, he's a walking pincushion that shoot stuff out of his hands he's doing his best leave him alone <laughs> i will not he's a joke i love him <laughs> not really worse it come on shocker's nothing compared to electro and you it's just a I shame you can't him. face that fact i love shocker leave me alone <laughs> leave my boy alone i will not i will take his lunch money and you're gonna watch me do it well, that's your fault. <laughs> that's my fault. Your transgressions will be fortified. Okay. Okay. Right. Because I'm afraid of what Shocker is going to do to me. <laughs> Scott, have you played Ultimate Spider-Man? No, I've only played the Spider-Man movie game. <laughs> okay. Shocker not only is like a not even 20 second long, I don't know, somewhat beefed up just normal crook that you can sometimes come across in the open world, and he takes literally between 15 to 20 seconds to just beat the shit out of, and he's just gone. And the worst part about it all is that he just keeps popping up, and he doesn't get any stronger. There is nothing different about each and every one of those encounters. So sure, he's doing his best, but at what point can you say that it's actually worth it? He's doing his best. Yeah, okay. Alright. No Way Home. Looking promising so far, but the thing that I'm just worried about has to deal with the fact that, okay, we're getting some Sam Raimi content in this, um, essentially MCU movie, right? Uh, but the thing about that, though, is that while we're getting all these characters from the Sam Raimi films the movie is still being directed by John Watts. And as I have mentioned before, 
my biggest gripe with John Watts when he's been directing these films is that his style, if there is one to begin with, uh, I'm just not a big fan of. It's very bland and simplistic in terms of how he directs a lot of these scenes. It almost seems like he just mainly leaves it to the actors to sort of dictate the style of the conversation or something like that. And all of these characters that had super memorable and just bombastic scenes and all these quippy one-liners that sound like they were ripped out of a Spider-Man comic, you know, in in the Sam Raimi movies. Yeah, they're going to be popping up, but are they going to have the same charm and style and energy to their performances and their writing and, you know, the actions that they pull off? in the same way because if not i'm not gonna lie that it, it's gonna feel a little hollow hope electro looks good <laughs> oh yeah he's showing up yes and i'm happy jamie fox reprising his biggest electro. role the one that we all lost sleep over i didn't see two i only saw one <laughs> I, I i saw two i walked up to the projectionist and i said give me my money back why the projectionist why him? It's uh, not his fault. Be, 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 <laughs> Why would you do that to him? Because he had a choice. He had a fucking choice. Says that guy who of either to see putting the goddamn movie on or just slapping on Spider-Man 2 again. The original Spider-Man 2. The, the good only, Spider-Man the 2. The only Spider-Man 2. Yeah, but I think you would have gotten fired for that if he did the wrong movie. Small details. Sounds like we pretty much wrapped up everything we wanted to say about No Way Home. I figured I'd talk about another movie that uh, I saw about a week ago. Um, I did not see it in the theaters, even though the option was there. I uh, saw it on uh, good old-fashioned Amazon. It's a little movie called The Green Knight, a film that, uh, I'll be honest, I was actually very much looking forward to, especially considering... It was a film in a sea of a whole laundry list of releases that when you look at them in the broad spectrum of things, uh, a lot of big budget blockbuster films that are meant to get people in the theater seats, which granted, not a bad move on the studio's part because they got to make back that money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They got to make that back, Um, especially considering... It had been a while since people were actually consistently going to the theater. So that all makes sense. But this one I was excited for because this felt like a film that was less concerned about making back its money and more about getting across this super memorable sense of uh, creativity, vision, and just uh, creative decisions that you can actually see on screen, you know. Um, some of which are my favorite kind of movies, you know, the ones that you can see all that stuff, uh, happening while you're watching it. Um, and if I had to start anywhere, uh, it looks good. It's a fantastic looking movie. Uh, the production design is fantastic. The Green Knight himself, the essentially, uh, main antagonist, uh, perfect, honestly, uh, a tricking masterclass in like um practical effects which is 
a dying art, sadly. However, I'm going to be honest, that is kind of where my praise ends, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from performances, I mean, uh, uh, Dev Patel does fantastic as the main character, uh, Gawain. The, the the problem that I had with the movie overall, and uh, I, I have had previous conversations uh, at length about the story, especially with uh, Sam, I, I just don't know what I'm supposed to take away from it by the end. It, well, well, bits and pieces. Like, there's this, this general sense of, like, um, Gawain having to uh, go on this quest and stick by his sense of uh, honor and uh, chivalry. But if I'm being honest, that's as much as I got because what I figured is that a lot of the stuff that he encounters along the way were these little moments that test his sense of honor and chivalry and uh, sense of duty. Problem is, though, is uh, a lot of it I just question, well, what, oh, what, why am I seeing this? You know, which is always a, a very, very bad sign uh, for any movie because uh, if, if you're asking that quite consistently, um, your, your, your movie's in trouble. Because then it makes the audience, whoever's watching it, feel as if, I don't know, they're kind of wasting their time. And I don't think my time was entirely wasted until I got to the ending. (laughs) I won't spoil it too much for our listeners, but uh, Sam, I had talked to you about the ending and how it is very much uh, communicating that it's a a story that you kind of have to watch a second time to get the whole spectrum of things. But first off, like I've said... I'm really not sure how much more there is to the story to really warrant a second thing, uh, a a second viewing. Uh, And the other thing is I really don't want to watch it a second time. Because if I can make a quick comparison uh, to two other films that I think can be argued, oh, hey, you have to watch those at least twice. Um, And Sam, perhaps you can also agree with me on this. Uh, Blade Runner and Ghost in the Shell. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know very different genres, uh, very different kinds of stories. Um, But the thing about those is that the first time I saw both of them, I didn't immediately get all of the story elements in the full picture. However, Mm -hmm. what brought me back to see them a second time is, my God, the worlds that these two movies paint are drop-dead gorgeous. And there are so many other things about the characters, the action happening within, you know, the the plot, that, yeah, I'll watch it a second time, because it's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think The Green Knight falters, at least for me, is that, I don't know, there wasn't a whole lot in terms of just general entertainment to be had to make me go like, oh yeah, I want to see that sequence again, you know? Uh, but the other thing is that story-wise, I really didn't pull me in. And granted, I mean, people will probably have a very different take on it than I did. The thing I say to that is give it a shot, but I can't guarantee if... Um, You'll get anything out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't in good faith say that you'll 100% enjoy it. There are some people that really enjoy this movie, and there are other people 
that um, not so much. One of the things that I remember a lot of people saying that they were excited about this movie for, not only because it just looks like a very visionary kind of film that's very particular in terms of how it presents its story, but the other thing was, oh, hey, it's it's the story of the Green Knight and Gawain going on this, this, this adventure, and people were kind of excited that we were going to get a movie focusing on him because Gawain is kind of one of those characters, at least in a lot of the Arthurian legends, that didn't always have the most prominence. So seeing him have a little more coverage outside of just written text and all that, hey, that's cool. The only thing, though, is uh, if if there are Gawain fans out there, I, I, uh, I don't know how well they're going to take the liberties that they have with him in this movie. Primarily with how um, the different things that he encounters along the way are supposed to be a test of his honor and integrity. Yeah, it's 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 different in terms of uh, where they go with that. And uh, I'm I'm not sure if by the end of the film he, you know, grows. I suppose he does in a way, but you would have to see the movie to understand. Um it is a film that I could go into more detail on, but frankly, I'm just sharing my general thoughts on the film, and I don't know. I'm just not as invested in the film to want to go to great lengths, at least again, to kind of explain the intricacies of how I feel about The Green Knight. And that's because we have all kinds of intricacies to talk about regarding our recommended movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, unlike The Green Knight, there is no mistaking what this movie's about. It's about oh. speed. It's about racing. It's about the name himself, Speed Racer. Oh, yes. Now, this is the film that uh, James recommended, but sadly, if you haven't noticed yet, uh, James was not able to make it to this session, uh, which is a shame, but uh, I will go ahead and go over a brief little synopsis of, uh, of, of Speed Racer. So Speed Racer is a 2008 uh, live-action adaptation of the uh, old classic Speed Racer anime. Uh, the show that has been the source of many, many parodies, <laughs> primarily in... Uh, the choice of uh, dubbing style, which is, um, yeah, just, just, just do it in one take and, and we'll be done for the day. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's just go. Um, and essentially what, what it's about is uh, you have this family, uh, the racer family, and they are a long time uh, family that have been all about racing. Uh, Pops, the father of the family, has uh, been a, a engineer of cars for, for many, many years. He takes racing very seriously, uh, has his own sense of uh, beliefs revolving around racing that he has uh, sort of passed on to his children. And uh, the story follows their oldest son at the time, Speed, trying to uh, win every race that he can in order to make it into the Grand Prix. It is his dream to win that. Mm -hmm. It's just a shame that this is one of the most dangerous <laughs> types of racing uh, right next to pod racing from Star Wars. 
because dear god there are some people that do not want speed to win and they will do anything to stop them from doing that uh all the while having to put up with the corrupt shenanigans of uh monsieur royalton of uh royalton mm -hmm. industries uh foiling every attempt speed makes to progress and uh essentially saying yeah no racing ain't about the the fun of it it's not about the sensation no it's about power it's about manipulation and that's how it has always been i think if i had to start with general thoughts i i think uh one of the more interesting parts is how Admittedly, I guess some people could see it as a bit simplistic, but I actually liked how it was almost a battle of ideologies behind racing, really. And uh, it's that just theme of that sort of battle that uh, I liked a lot. And if I had to just, you know, say right now, in terms of just as a heads up as to what I'm going to be repeating, um, I liked this movie a lot. <laughs> I, I fucking loved it. Yeah yeah uh there, there, there's a couple intricacies believe it or not that uh we'll we'll go into as time goes on uh so it's not just gonna be like say when we were talking about independence day we're just like oh it's so fucking cool it's cool and this and that this and this um but no scott uh your thoughts on uh, speed racer is good <laughs> Okay. um very very fluid this is our recommendation people by the way just figure we'd say that ahead of time yeah a little spoiler uh we recommend it uh yeah um i love the races that's my favorite part of these of this movie oh absolutely. it's just the racing absolutely. um and i love royalton <laughs> as a character dude he was trying yeah, his he's... hardest to be tim curry um <laughs> Was that just me? I, I thought it was Tim Curry at first. Maybe no, it was just the accent he was no, on. it ain't him, but he's channeling quite a bit of his energy. I'll, he I'll, really I'll is. That. Probably few, back to the shadow. Uh, points of royalty is he loves pancakes and money. Mm -hmm. I liked a lot of the characters, but I enjoy royalty as the villain, and my favorite character will always be Racer X. Yeah, um, he's just, I love he's just X. cool. He's just he cool. Is. So when I when I found out the movie we're gonna be watching is the 2008 Speed Racer, I cringed a little bit because <laughs> I, I I haven't really seen the movie, but I do remember when it came out and seeing all the trailers for it and whatnot, and I thought it was gonna be an absolute shit show. But going back into it, and this might just because my expectations were so low, but it kind of blew me away with how loyal it was to the original property and how just flashy, stylish, and somewhat in a way just well made it was. Like, I, I thought the CGI for the car races would be awful. And in a way, they're a bit janky. But they really do capture this, like, almost anime-ish, cartoonish feel of the races and capture the action very well. Which was another strong point, in general, was the action. Say what you want about the Wachowski brothers, but at least they show the action happening. I always forget this is made by the Wachowskis. I yeah. do, too. <laughs> I almost like this more than the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I, I certainly like this more than the uh, the sequels to the Matrix. Yeah, but honestly, it was it was just it was just well made. It was it was bright. It was colorful. It had a distinct style and a look to it that honestly made it look good. 
I liked how the races looked. They felt like, despite all the CGI, they felt felt physical. The car racing action, uh, the car racing action scenes were awesome. They really do hold up to today. All the shit they're doing, all the flips and whatnot. The spins get a little bit silly, but all the like car I mean, on yeah. car fighting in action, it's silly. Don't get me wrong, but it's 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 cool. It's 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 got its style to it. I love it. It was just overall, it was just overall surprise, surprisingly well acted, surprisingly well written, with some one or two things that. I did not like, which was kind of repetitiveness in some of the dialogue, but uh-huh. yeah, I wasn't, I mean, I love the actors. They, they fit the roles well, that's for damn sure, especially the kid actor. He was a little bit annoying, but his character was supposed to be annoying. That was the point. I think that's where my first big criticism comes from. I was yeah, I don't infuriated like, by Spritle. And I don't like Spritle either. But he was, I, I do remember watching a couple of shows when I was young, and he was kind of like that. You know, so that, I mean, this, yeah. this could be a case in which sticking close to the original material was maybe a bit of a mistake, but at least it was funny some of the times. And, his, and the kid actor did well. Yeah, I didn't think his performance was terrible. Uh, I, I thought with how he handled it, it was pretty all right. And hey, that it was just, a pretty convincing chimp. Yeah, it, it was. There was uh, actually a little, little trivia I, I remember reading about earlier today, early today is there was uh, some PETA inquisitions about this or inquisitiveness oh. about this movie and uh possible <laughs> Wait, animal abuse what? but uh i don't what? i didn't read i didn't read too much into it so i can't give you that much more details but i should see that okay. pop up oh my. they weren't they might have been chipping around with that chimp there might have been a little bit of monkey business oh monkey around that was a pretty happy chimp on set it looked so like maybe it wasn't all terrible chimp actors man i think we got to start having a chimp actor appreciation session a union a union of gorillas a league if you will oh, by god just don't let it become a planet of them but no i i would have to agree and say easily without much surprise yeah the 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 racing was easily some of the best parts of the film and i don't think i've seen action like this anywhere else and that's the big thing where i come from with my recommendation the action in the races is some of the most unique that i have seen in a long time and i don't think anything has really come close aside to uh, aside from some of the later fast and the furious movies but even then even then they don't hold a candle frankly because um much like you were getting at before sam these races aren't handled in like a grounded realistic racing sort of sense like we've seen in like you know ron howard's uh rush or something like that that's that's a little more on the realistic side this is much more stylish and much more anime and i Mm -hmm. fucking love it i absolutely adore just the sense of energy and the choreography in uh, what the wikipedia page for this movie called car foo i loved it it's just it it knows what it is it knows what the sources uh the source material was and you can tell from the music they play which is like different remixes as, as you were talking about earlier in before the podcast is of how they kind of redo the old music and put it in and whatnot the only the only thing i didn't like was the the remix at the end of the credits i don't know uh, yeah, the the one that was written for the movie I wasn't a big fan of. But yeah, one of my other big uh, praises of this is that it sounds as if uh, they took 
the kind of uh, orchestration that was in the original show and just threw a hell of a lot more money and a hell of a lot more time into it to make it sound so much larger in scale. And one of my absolute favorite sequences is when um, Speed is thrown off the cliff in one of the races along the road that was roughly where his big brother uh, Rex died. He's flung off the cliff and he activates like these special gripping tires to literally drive back up the mountain. And the music that kicks in is just so pulse pounding. It hit. I had goosebumps. And I'm like, yes, go speed, go. And that's the other thing. I'm sitting here. And while I'm not like out loud screaming these things, this movie is my favorite kind of movie where internally with what the characters are put up against and how much I like them and how much I want to see them achieve their goals, I am internally going like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And it really makes you root for the family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I felt that especially in the final race, too, where, uh, you know. A lot of stuff just happens throughout that where, like, Speed's car shuts down and he has to take a second to figure out, okay, what is it that the car needs? And the second that he gets that engine going, I'm like, yes, go! Woo! Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, it's, it's good. The, the action is my favorite kind of action. It has that sense of push and pull. One character that's in this, this sequence you know, makes a, a a critical move that puts the other at risk of, um, you know, potentially dying. And how the character at risk recovers from it, it's just some of the most satisfying shit that I've seen in a movie like this. And really, I think that's just the charm of it. It has this special kind of, like, heart and spirit to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Uh, with what you said, Ian, some of the some of the uh, like parts where it just goes, you just get so excited that what you're seeing is just so cool. Especially the final race is one of my favorites because once he hits it, the uh, I always forget into when he puts the car into fifth gear and he just like fucking goes <laughs> out like passing everyone and just destroying everyone along the way is great no honestly i mean i don't know what to say it pays really good homage to the original in multiple ways not just in the story beats and whatnot but just the characters and the way the world works it, it it's one of the most faithful adaptions i've ever really seen and when it comes to like a live oh, yeah. action quote-unquote anime it's kind of shocking unfortunately it didn't do very well no it did not i remember seeing this in theaters and liking it when uh when it was released and then um you know years go by i'm like oh speed racer oh yeah speed racer movie that that was a thing i remember that being cool i think what kind of plagued it for a while was the fact that it was uh attached to the wachowskis and so naturally people are just like uh it's best to be forgotten in the trash. Are they not that good? I guess I'm I don't know much about them. Uh they So here's the thing. It is a common uh belief from a lot of people and I can kind of agree that the Wachowski's career 
has essentially peaked when they made the matrix ah because a lot of the other films that have come out since then are not that great they range from just weird and not all that solid to just terrible like jupiter ascending oh yeah that did exist <laughs> yeah that did exist you and i actually watched that not too long ago and Scott, i forgot and we were just kind of laughing our ass off because it's funny <laughs> it's funny it to is laugh funny at it's funny movies. it's funny that so much money went into that and they thought that this was deserving of everybody's attention there was a lot of marketing and then it comes out and it's just so bizarre that someone put so much of what you're seeing onto a script and you're like there had to have been at least somebody to say hey, something like hey, hey Ian. yeah be sense royalty oh fuck you <laughs> oh get out of here with that <laughs> I, I don't i don't i don't want to be reminded of that <laughs> yeah neither do i no neither do i <laughs> But I'm remembered every single day. Of course. And then, of course, now we're getting a fourth Matrix, which, uh... Eh? Okay. It's not green. It's not Matrix. Actually, that was something I noticed. I'm like, hey, wait a sec. Where's the green? It doesn't look so green. Anywho, uh, Speed Racer. Anyway, back on that. A good Wachowski movie. <laughs> back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, I actually kind of liked how cartoony a lot of the dialogue was. And yet it didn't feel jarring when people were delivering them with such conviction. Like the one where I was like, oh, <laughs> I got the goosebumps was when uh, Speed was talking about his conversation with Royalton, where Royalton basically, uh, you know, announces to Speed, um, hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm evil, and I don't like you. Um, Speed just, you know, with just, like I was mentioning, absolute conviction, straight-faced. Uh, he's just like, ah, yeah, it, it felt like he reached into my chest and he was just crushing my heart. I'm like, that is so cartoony so comic booky whatever you want to call it and yet somehow it hits i don't know if it's the 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 performance i don't know if it's the direction i don't know if it's something that i just can't even describe it just kind of works with the world that's going on and i can't be mad at it and if anything it just hits a little different i get you i get you yeah, like I said, it's surprisingly well written. The only thing I didn't like is how they kind of came back to those dialogues a little bit too much. I get you. And like I was mentioning before, wasn't a big fan of Spritel or uh, or Chim Chim. So a lot yeah. of the sequences where it was them goofing around, it, it, it was roughly around those spots where uh, my eyes started to glaze over and I had to fight the urge to roll them into the back of my head. Uh, going off of that... Uh... I have a question for you two. Yeah. Who are your favorite and least favorite characters from this movie? Oh. I know mine. <laughs> okay. Well, I have to think here. I think my absolute favorite. I think it's a tie between Racer X and Speed. Yeah, they both did really good. 
I, I think it's a tie between those two. Because Racer X has his whole thing of, um, if we can go into spoilers now, I think we're a good way in. Spoilers! Uh, mm-hmm. Racer X turns out to be uh, Speed's older brother, Rex, who faked his death. Um, Went a little plastic you know. surgery. <laughs> A plastic surgery it'll it'll fix all your problems they hit it better than the anime and here's x racer the secret brother of uh, speed racing well my favorite character is racer x hands down right yeah he's just cool even if he is in a gimp suit he needs that suit you know why. <laughs> I know. I know. I know he needs the suit, but it kind of looks a little bit like a gimp suit. Contains his power. <laughs> <laughs> if he takes it off, it just kind of unleashes whatever he has, you know, stored up. Is that what? Is that yeah, the he's lore? like a... It's like Johnny Storm from the Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh, got you. He has to contain himself. Gotcha. Yes. Mm. What about you, Sam? Who was your favorite? I mean, my favorite's probably definitely... Um, I like the whole family in general. I think they worked really well with each other. Uh, I like the villain, how cartoony he was. I think my least favorite character... I think we all have I, our least favorite characters similar. <laughs> no, I, I liked the kid. I liked how silly he was. It, it, was in, it was in good you know, faith with the original. He's my least favorite character. I guess... Uh, you have to get back to me. Because I, I, I think what I'd go with is probably... Um, Tygo. Ah, okay. I just feel like that maybe there just wasn't enough for him to do. Yeah, he but... was one of the weaker characters. But otherwise, otherwise I mean, yeah, I just I liked them all honestly. Mm-hmm. My least favorite is Spridal and Chim Chim. Every yeah, time they're that. on screen, I just I want to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I get it. You gotta find some way to really make kids want to pay attention to movies, but frankly, with how cartoony and colorful the world is, which at points almost made it look like it was radioactive, I really don't know if playing up Spritel and Chim Chim was the best idea. I mean, yeah. I know you gotta have comic relief and stuff like that, but th- do you really need it in a world like this? It's already so zany and... and off the wall that the comic relief is royalton of course of course i laughed so many times because i'm just like you are so evil i love it I love it's like it. uh when 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 um ian mcdermott was playing palpatine in uh revenge of the sith it's just like no keep doing you because i love it i love it i love it i love it so yeah, uh, I I think I might have to agree. My least favorite was probably Spritel. I mean, it, it comes with no surprise, but I I just think his implementation and handling not the greatest. However, I might have to say Chim Chim might be a close second because uh, <laughs> while we were talking, Scott quickly. Uh, did a wee little Google search and he shared something. <laughs> I with did me, actually. So we had mentioned before that PETA got involved with the uh, production of the film, and reading it, uh, apparently uh, a spokesperson was saying that uh, the chimp did chomp on a young actor, but said that the actor was treated and the animal was given a rest. <laughs> 
We all know what that means. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Shim Shim was sick of spritel shit. We also know what uh, what happens when an animal is put to rest. Uh, yeah. I think they might have, uh, there might have been a few casualties on the set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the, the, the thing that was also mentioned was that the, the studio, uh, was suggesting maybe they stop using an actual animal and switch to an animatronic. Uh, and they were like, I, no. The Wachowskis have a vision and that vision is for, uh, primates to eat people. <laughs> So, so so what you're saying is that the Speed Racer movie was a prequel to Planet of the Apes. That's Absolutely. That's okay. They regressed in, tra- in uh, technology advances, <laughs> so that's why it doesn't look as futuristic. <laughs> it all comes together in the end. It all full circle, baby. Full circle. Yeah, because Sam, when you said that, I had to figure it out. I had to know. <laughs> I like. I had the urge to figure out if this was true or not. Mm-hmm. And it is. But we need one other truth from you, Scott. Yes. What's your recommendation for the next Ooh. episode? Well, Sam, ah, don't, yes. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't get so ahead of yourself. We still gotta see if this is a recommendation from us or not. Oh, well, the thing is, buddy, we, we've basically already said, yeah, yeah, go oh, and yes. watch Speed Racer. Okay. Yes, we have. Where's my 4K uh, high dynamic range Blu-ray of Speed Racer? Just to, just to be real with you, I think this is probably the best racing movie I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, just for that, I might have to recommend Rush later on. Both the movie and the band, even though you probably already heard of them. Yes. Listen to Rush, Multiple best band, times. one of the best progressive bands ever. Anyway, <clears throat> Scott, what is your recommendation? Me. Yes, what will we be watching okay. next? Okay, so this is kind of a tie between three, but I'll save two of them for later because I, I really want to watch this movie again. Uh, okay. <laughs> my recommendation for the next podcast is Titan A.E., Oh, wow. Oh. Now that's not a name I've heard in a long time. Oh, my. (laughs) One of my favorite movies from my childhood. More like a titan of a failure, am I right? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that, um, that's, that's something I was gonna kinda get at. Uh, now, granted, I'm not so certain if the box office failure of the movie is necessarily directly connected to the quality of the actual film itself. Um, But for those of you who don't know, Titan AE was the movie that had such a catastrophic failure at the box office that it basically shut down uh, Fox's animation studio uh, almost indefinitely until years later. Hey, now that's an accomplishment all its own. But we can talk about the later. For now, that was our insightful moment. But of course. Well, thank you all, as always, for tuning in. And see you next time. Remember, he is a demon on wheels. Uh, yes, he kills people. Quite and literally, he is also kills people. the harbinger of boom. <laughs> bye bye, everybody. Bye. Speed race. Speed race is the type of guy who stab a man for uh, uh, boss money and then drive his own car anyway. (laughs) All right. Adios.